This is Magic City Soccer, your home for everything you need to know about soccer in Miami-Dade County. Uh, hello, soccer fans in South Florida and beyond. This is kind of the intro before the intro of the show. Uh, this is the live audio feed from our uh, live show recording at Concrete Beach Brewery in Wynwood on March 7th. Uh, we are pulling the audio directly from the video feed, so there are some portions where it could be a little loud because there's a crowd. Um, however, everything is pretty well audible. It's myself, Matthew Bunch, along with uh, Drew Hausman and Lee Eifens. We also are able to speak with new signing Lloyd Sam, uh, manager Paul Dalglish, and a small cameo appearance from returning signing Dylan Morris, there's a lot of good, interesting conversation in there about the club, about past experiences of the players and the coach, and overall, I think it's a good time. If you want to watch the video, it is still available on our YouTube account. Uh, you can search for us on YouTube. Just search Magic City Soccer. You'll find us there. Uh, we will be cutting up some of the interviews into smaller segments there on YouTube, so if you want to go directly to the Lloyd Sam information or hear uh, Paul Dalglish speak directly, uh, you can go there and listen to it, or else you can just enjoy the whole show right here. Uh, there'll be lots more coming out from our social media accounts in our podcast feed over the next couple of weeks as we approach the beginning of the NPSL season and the other seasons down here in South Florida. Uh, it's a busy time. We've uh, taken a little bit of time off here in the winter, recharged the batteries, but we have a lot of very fun things planned for you in the next couple of weeks. We're excited to be engaged in the soccer community down here, and we hope you are too. So without further ado, uh, here's the intro music, and here's the start of episode 66 of Magic City Soccer, live from Concrete Beach Brewery in Wynwood. This is Magic City Soccer. Es el fútbol de la ciudad mágica. This is Magic City Soccer. Este es el fútbol de la ciudad mágica de Miami. This is Magic City Soccer. Let's go, Miami FC. This is Magic City Soccer. This is Magic City Soccer. Vamos, Miami. This is Magic City Soccer. This is Magic City Soccer. Este es el fútbol de la ciudad mágica de Miami. This is Magic City Soccer. This is Magic City Soccer, your home for everything you need to know about soccer in Miami-Dade County. Hello, soccer fans in South Florida and beyond, and welcome to our show. We're very happy to have you here this evening. We are live. It is one of our live podcasts, so say a little prayer, cross your fingers, whatever you need to do to make sure that things keep working. Uh, we are here at Concrete Beach Brewery in Wynwood. Um, the Miami FC is celebrating the kickoff of the National Premier Soccer League season. Uh, it's a very active season for them this year, and we'll get into a lot of details about that as we get started. Um, but we do want to let you know, uh, obviously if you're watching this, it's on YouTube, but we will be uh, talking a little bit more and sharing the link on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you may be joining us. If you want to join the conversation, you're more than welcome again to add comments, at reply us on our tweets, comment on our Facebook page. I actually see someone already left a comment on Twitter, which we do appreciate. Um, we want this to be interactive. Uh, you know, we're getting ready to start another soccer season down here in South Florida, and there's nothing more exciting than getting the opportunity to talk about soccer. Uh, we're going to get some non-Miami FC stuff out of the way here at the top. Drew Hausman, Lee Efens will be joining us shortly. Uh, but a couple of big news stories that have been going on over the last couple of days uh, with some news, particularly this afternoon. Uh, the redevelopment of Lockhart Stadium. This is a Miami-focused podcast, but 
Miami decided to step across the border and insert itself in Broward County soccer politics when Inter-Miami announced they wanted to redevelop the Lockhart Stadium site for the purposes of placing their youth academy there. Now, what Inter-Miami did or didn't know, and we'll, we'll find out about that a little bit later down the road, I guess, was did they know that there was another rival bid? Um, FXE Football, as you heard on our last episode, have another plan for Lockhart Stadium. They want to see Lockhart Stadium developed as a USL championship level stadium, independent of Inter-Miami, with a focus on a redevelopment with retail and entertainment. Now, the news that came out today was that FXE Football and Inter-Miami CF uh, have filed their plans with the City of Fort Lauderdale, and the City of Fort Lauderdale will be the one uh, to ultimately make the decision. Uh, but um, both of them technically have the right, if they so wish, to hold negotiations in private, and then the city would pick a plan and then allow public comment. Now, if you're familiar with the plan as things have gone in the city of Miami, obviously there's been a lot of public comment before uh, the actual vote on whether the plan will go forward. Um, based on the way that this plan is going, because the city of Fort Lauderdale accepted, and before things got started, accepted uh, no bid requests to basically put under both plans under consideration, they had the right to privately discuss and debate the plans before picking one. Um, with today's announcement by Inter-Miami CF and the intention of FXE Football, which we uh, received this afternoon, uh, it appears that both plans, uh, both organizations want the debate and discussion in public before a vote would be held. Um, so that's pretty big news that, that's uh, currently taking place. We expect both Inter-Miami and FXE Football to reach out to the Fort Lauderdale community, hold town meetings, things like that, to try to generate interest. And we have some reason to believe that the vote on these plans may happen sooner rather than later. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting development. Uh, Inter-Miami CF obviously has the name recognition at this point, but FXE Football has made a tremendous effort in trying to build community support for the plan. Um, again, we, you've, you've heard us speak to representatives from FXE Football. We are efforting to get representatives from Inter-Miami CF to talk about their plan with us. We hope to speak with them in the coming weeks before any vote with the city of Fort Lauderdale. Um, the next big news that we have to talk about, um, obviously, again, Miami FC, we're going to hold off on that, but we kind of want to clear some of the uh, some of the deadwood out of the way. Uh, Felix Varela High School out of Miami-Dade County claimed for themselves a state championship. It is their third state title in the last decade. Uh, it's their first since 2008, so congratulations out to the Vipers for claiming that one. Um, besides that, we're kind of in a waiting pattern. David Beckham is out in Los Angeles speaking to uh, uh, his fans out there at uh, the, st uh, the statue unveiling um, that LA Galaxy announced. It's the first statue for an MLS player uh, in the league's history, uh, not only for LA Galaxy, but for the league as a whole. That's a pretty big uh, announcement and achievement. He, was, uh, he spoke to Rob Stone of Fox Sports out there basically commented on how long and difficult the Inter-Miami CF process had been, but seemed very optimistic that that plan was developing. Inter-Miami CF also announcing this week that they are forming their youth academy. Inter-Miami CF does exist in the U.S. Development Academy system as of today. Uh, they also intend to participate in the Florida Youth League, which is being formed by a lot of the big-name players in youth soccer down here in South Florida and up in the northern part of the state. 
because the U.S. Soccer uh, Development Academy system is no longer supporting U12 development, they're turning that responsibility back over to the leagues uh, and the teams, the clubs individually. And so the clubs here in South Florida are deciding to band together and kind of do their own thing together. Inter-Miami CF will be part of that. Uh, Weston FC, which was the uh, supply for a lot of the coaches for Inter-Miami CF's Youth Academy, will participate as well. Jacksonville Armada and Tampa Bay Rowdies, their youth academies are participating in that league. So it will be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks and months how the youth academy system changes, molds, and works around this new player, Inter-Miami CF. Um, that's the big news, uh, obviously, on the MLS front and on the Broward front. So let's bring it back local. Let's bring it back down here to South Florida and to Miami-Dade County. And let's talk about Miami FC. Miami FC coming out with a lot of news today, confirming their participation in Founders Cup and that the majority of those games will take place at uh, Barry University Stadium. That's a change from last year when the club played at St. Thomas University, which was essentially their training ground. Um, Barry University is a bigger venue. It's a venue that's more similar to uh, Tropical Park, if you've ever been there, or Traz Powell Stadium. Um, it's kind of a middle ground between St. Thomas and Ricardo Silva Stadium. And on that note, the team will be playing at Ricardo Silva Stadium for one game in the Founders Club when, when the New York Cosmos return to South Florida for the first time since 2016. So that is a lot of big news that will be coming out over the next couple of days. Uh, Drew, uh, Drew Hausman, I'm going to invite you on now. Um, are you, it's better to sit here. Here, let's go. Uh, no, it's, it's, so it should be it should be big enough for our purposes. We'll see. Uh, it's it's rowdy. We got a lot of Miami C players. We got Golazo in the background. Uh, a lot going on here. Drew, um, I was just talking about Miami FC's move this year to Barry University Stadium. How do you think that'll impact the club? I think it'll be a good opportunity. Um, it's it's a lot larger stadium. I think we said in the past that we all prefer kind of the. Uh, the stands they have there it's probably one of the best college sites in uh, South Florida maybe outside of UM but that you know it's, it's UM would be much closer to St. Thomas than it would be something like what <laughs> that Barry has yeah but but Barry's really nice um, I like it man I'm, I'm super excited to be here now it feels like uh, the season's actually starting where everything before has been announcements but to see uh, players at a place and the team throw something uh, it's, it's looking pretty good, but yeah, Bar Barry's a great facility. I think it's a lot closer, kind of centralized for people in Miami to, to experience the team. So uh, we'll see how it goes. And uh, I'm predicting it right now. We're going to at least win every home game there. So Very confident. I appreciate the confidence. Um, yeah, I think it's a good venue. I think it's also very exciting that the club is returning. Uh, Ricardo Silva, it seems kind of like a line in the sand almost that... They're aware of the the struggle and the and rest in peace NASL, um, the struggle over the last few years to get the team back into that kind of size venue, and I think it's so appropriate that it's going to be the Cosmos coming back down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one of our former NASL uh, foes, and to bring in the Cosmos is huge because, uh, as as hacky as it sounds, and uh, the whole FTC movement. Uh, if if you know about the Cosmos, you'll know what that means. But um, they're, they're a drawing team, considering they're a classic team from the NASL in the 70s. So many people know that name, and to have them as the first game, you know. Detroit's going to be a huge game. Chattanooga's going to be a huge game. But the first game back, kind of uh, sparking that old rivalry back up, I'm, I'm very excited for that one. 
I think that the, the, the Founders Cup is going to present a, a unique opportunity for the club because it is kind of a mix of old and new. The Cosmos are that old rival from the NASL days. But if you, the, the, the struggle that the team has been involved with, with the last few years has pulled them into this kind of lower level soccer discussion. And the clubs that were in that discussion long before Miami FC were Chattanooga and Detroit. And so the fact that these two clubs now are going to be squaring off in the Founders Cup, I think it, it like I said, I think it's a really good blend of old and new. Yeah, and uh, the Cosmos one will be interesting too because I, I think they retained some of their uh, NASL players. A couple are still around there, and we have a couple of our guys still on the squad. So uh, that'll kind of be interesting to see how they, they all handle it. You know, if they'll be like, hey, man, these, these guys are uh, a way back rivalry, you know? It, uh, whether it be two years or not, I, I feel like it's one of those things where you could be like, all right, this goes deeper than uh, than what it seems. Like. You, you definitely know that the players that were on that 2016 squad, uh, I mean the 20, uh, 2017 squad, have uh, got to have a little bit a little bit of soreness about that semifinal loss leading up to the soccer bowl. That's one that's gonna, you know, if you're a player in that you're you're on that kind of team that was of that quality. And to lose that opportunity in the semifinals, you know, again, it's been a few years. It's a different league, but that those those old pains die hard. Yeah, and I I feel like uh, maybe last year that's kind of something we were lacking with the team. We had the the rivalry with Miami United, but that was kind of a fresh rivalry. So to to bring back some old blood and kind of bring it around full circle, it's it's great for the local scene and it's great for the. Uh, the fourth division in the U.S. to kind of have some of these big names clash at each other. So uh. Let's talk about Miami United for a second because there are two things I want to talk about related to them. First off, sticking with my, uh, Miami FC as well, uh, the, the doubleheader, the first two games of the season are going to be Miami FC, Miami United, uh, out, out of nothing into the fire. This is going from zero to a hundred real quick. What well, this do you, is what happened last year, it too. Is what yeah, happened yeah. Last year. But it also almost, the, I feel like more so this year than last year, this will determine who wins that conference. Because, no offense to Jacksonville, they kind of retreated back. They became more of a B under 23 team. I think they're playing as under 23s now. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to kick them while they're down, but they haven't done much in the offseason. But I feel like this whole Sunshine Conference is just these two teams. So uh, if you can get two wins out of those first two games, I think you win the conference. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with you. Um, I would think that as last year, last year was kind of a three-team race. Uh, I think this year is kind of a two-team race, to be honest. But based on the quality of the players that are in both sides, it's going to be really, really hard for one of these other teams in the Sunshine Conference to dislodge Miami at the top. The other thing I wanted to mention, uh, Miami United have another friendly lined up. We've, we've talked about it before a little bit, but uh, playing against another major Central American side, this time not South American, uh, I think that's a really big statement of intent from Roberto Saka and the ownership group over at Miami United. Yeah, they've been amazing with their uh, preseason friendlies. In the past, I feel like they've brought some incredible teams to South Florida, but this year they really ramped it up and, you know, turned the speaker to 11. Uh, spinal tap, there we go. Had to throw that in there. Um, yeah, and, and I think it'll be interesting, too, also seeing who they field out because they've been kind of quiet about announcing players. We kind of have a rough feel of who's on their squad. Uh, Chris Nurse played in the friendly against Penarol. 
And to tie Benarol 2-2, being down two goals, yes. that was amazing. Very I did impressive. not expect that, and that was completely uh, mind-blowing. Bl- mind so Again, talking about a statement of intent. Yeah. That was definitely a statement of intent. Yeah, and, that, and also for them, that's their preseason. So I, I, I'm very interested to see who kind of what tricks are up their sleeve, what kind of surprise players we see at this one. I don't think it's going to be the same squad. I think we're going to maybe see a, a bit of a bulk up or a little bit of an evolution of uh, that Peneral squad. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're bringing good soccer down here, and they're 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 throwing themselves in a rough preseason. They're also, uh, I think, on Tuesday uh, next week, they're playing the Puerto Rican national team in uh, Friendly 2. I don't think that's going to be uh, streamed. Actually, no, that was last Tuesday. Was that? I believe it was last oh, Tuesday. I could be wrong. Yeah. Someone to let us know in the comments. They're kind of keeping it under wraps. It's not a yes, very well reported on. closed door. Uh, it either happened or it's happening, <laughs> but still. Like, it's Schrodinger's friendly. You know, uh, to play, uh, to play. I don't care what country they're from, to play any team's national team in a preseason friendly is always a good look and uh, some some good competition. So they're really, uh, they're really putting the reps in at the gym going into those first two games. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're, they're putting on their summer bobs right now. <laughs> um, we have a couple of questions that have come in from us. Well, actually, first off, we have a, a, an email. I'm going to get to that email a little bit later in the podcast, but kind of talking about FXC and Inter-Miami. But I do want to answer this question we had come in over uh, from Twitter. Uh, Sebastian J. Milo, at uh, Sebastian J. Milo on Twitter. Uh, what do you see in the future for Miami FC and the impact they have in the soccer community? And first off, uh, NPSL soccer, a good good gift game with the reply. Uh, you guys are up at a pretty late hour. Your outside business hour is still replying on Twitter. That's good. Good look. Um, but second, I think this is a question we're going to be asking a couple of times tonight as we get some some members of the club over to talk to us. What is the direction of the team, and how does this club see its impact? in South Florida soccer, not just in terms of wins and losses, but actually impacting the soccer community. That's kind of been a, a, a repeating refrain that we've heard from people like Sean Flynn and Paul Douglish. It's more than just the on-field product. It's about the club's involvement in the community. I think this year their, their big goal has to be, first off, the Youth Academy. Yes. And the Youth Academy has already been competing in competitions with that Miami AFC jersey on. I think that's a that's that's a big place to kind of again put your foot down and say what you're interested in doing. The second thing is consistency and stability. I think Miami FC have lived a long time with some inconsistency and some instability, and this year they finally have the opportunity to put their stake in the ground and let people know what they're going to be doing. And I think that a good showing in NPSL and a good showing in the Founders Cup could prove to be very beneficial. Not obviously just for this year but going forward as there'll be new and bigger competition in the market. Yeah, I think the, the youth team thing was huge. I think kind of since the conception of the team, we were all waiting for it. When they were originally in the NASL, I kind of assumed or was hoping at some point they would make an MPSL kind of B squad or under 23 like the Cosmos did and uh, the Armada and the Strikers had at one point. But um, you know, the, the league kind of collapsed before they can finalize those plans. But Part of the thing with uh, the Youth Academy, you know, it's it's really giving uh, local players an opportunity to play or, you know, young players in South Florida, which is a key, key involvement. And, uh, you know, not not to call out the B word, but with Becca McCummith, you know, the, the really important thing is to get people involved and uh, youth involved to kind of help sustain the team for the future and also the community relations aspect. So um, I think I've been critical in the past of their lack of involvement. Uh, 
I'll say that quietly while nobody's listening to me, but uh, this year they really ramped it up, and uh, it's, it's great to see. And I think uh, the move to Barry University is a big deal, too, where they're a lot more local, and that, that will also help with it. So, Yeah, St. Thomas was a fun venue for what it was, but you could basically kick a ball and it would wind up in Broward County. That's how close it was to the county line. So getting it a little bit closer to the downtown core, getting it, uh, again, another university site where you have access to a younger audience, I think that's important. And I do think, uh, you know, uh, we hope to get Paul Dalglish on here in a little bit. Um, I spoke to Paul back in December when they announced the partnership with the, the Soccer Academy of the Americas. And at the time, it was uh, kind of a worst-kept secret that Inter Miami wanted to partner with some of the people from Weston FC, which was one of the, which is one of the bigger academies in South Florida and therefore the country. And Soccer Academy of the Americas is one of the other ones down here that's one of the biggest. And so the fact that they were able to partner with uh, Soccer Academy, uh, the fact that they were able to um, get a, a, an established brand name into the fold, I, I think that will pay off tremendously in dividends. And obviously you can actually see over my left shoulder now Everyone's favorite. New Youth Academy signed player. I have arrived. <laughs> yes, he is young youth and spry. The, the gray hair has had a different story. It, it's dyed. It's clearly dyed white. Okay. Yeah, we have a question from the audience. Okay, uh, Natasha. Hello, Hi, Natasha Moya. How's it going? I have a question yes. uh, from the audience. What's up? Uh, Drew Hausman, can you explain uh, your jersey and whose name you have on the back? <laughs> whose name do you have on the back? I don't know. It was. So Drew's representing, oh, yes, yeah, so Blast from the Past, Brad Rusted. So Brad is off. He's, ha he's having success in Indy, right? Uh, he retired. Oh, oh he retired. But I sometimes lose track of things. Um, but, no, he, he had moved to Indy before retiring, right? Yes, yes. And, and got Indy 11, uh, fairly successful yeah. uh, last year over there. And, good turn. Uh, had some injury troubles here in Miami. But got back up there and got some play in before he called it a career. Uh, Lee, My favorite Kingfisher. yes, everyone's um, favorite Kingfisher. Uh, Lee, we'll we'll kind of rope you in, and I'm I'm gonna step off for a second, kind of give you the floor, so I can kind of organize some things behind the scenes. Uh, but Lee, we were talking about the club's involvement in the community this season, how big of a deal that is. We got a question from Twitter. I'll pull it up for you so you can see it. Uh, from Sebastian Milo, what do you see in the future of Miami FC and the impact they have in the soccer community? I'll kind of—I know this is a big, big deal for you, mm -hmm. uh, something you care about passionately. So I'm gonna—I'm gonna turn the mic over to you, and I'm gonna make some mic. space. Yeah, yeah, I know. Big right, time. Okay. Big time. Um, yeah, I mean. And I'll, uh, I'll step around and kind of give you the floor for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. So yeah. So the future for Miami FC. Um, well, the future is still looking quite bright because we're still here, and I always say as long as we're here and existing. Then, um, then we have a future. Um, I think we could have thrown in the towel at any point, and we haven't done that. Um, but with regards to the community, well, if you was here tonight, instead of watching online, you'd see that there's far more of the players at one of these events than we've ever had before. So I think there's a, a feeling from the club that they want to try a little bit harder to build something uh, with the community, get out and get players and um, staff here in front of people. Uh, we have the academy now, and it's... Um, I think it's just about being an alternative. You know, it's this city can sustain multiple clubs. It can. It really, really can. And um, but you have to get out there and make people want to come. So by having fun events like this, by getting back on the field, by playing soccer and winning, which we did a lot of winning last season. This is Miami. People turn up when you win. Yeah. And um, as long as they keep winning, and as long as you know, this is a squad we can relate to. We can come down and have a beer with them. And uh, 
and then with the kids, the kids are so important. Galazzo, I, for all, like, you know, he comes in and he has a little laugh with us. Um, we love him and the kids love him. So that's great. And uh, we always see kids down at the games. The kids are the future. Yeah. It's not a cliche, it's true. Um, I believe the children are our future. They definitely are our future. So, so the academy and just, you know, that, the kids that have been coming for a couple of years now, like, mum and dad, can I go down the game? That's, that's where the future lies, for and sure. I, and I think what, uh, to go on what you're saying about this city can support multiple teams, we already see that happening to some extent with uh, Miami United and Miami FC. Kind of each has their own fan base embedded. Yeah. And it's not really one is pulling from the other or like... We kind of support each other, like, well, you know, at the end of the day, Miami FC has its fans and uh, Miami United has its fans, but, you know, it, it, we, like, I feel like both crowds kind of just want to watch soccer, so if, yeah, ten, if their team isn't in town that day, they'll go to the other one, you know, and it's, and it's on a smaller scale because, you know, it's MPSL, but to think about it, it's like, this is, it's a sport you want to watch. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like one, it's like, oh, well, now we have this, so I will completely abandon that. And if that's your mentality, then have fun. But. And, and you have that option, you know, you yeah. can you can go watch a different game every week. I'm I'm very loyal to this club. And then we have the new, um, the franchise coming in, in Miami. And then that's going to have far more broad appeal. And the whole thing would just snowball. Like, you know, it's, it's going to just be good for soccer in this city to have all these different options. So, yeah, I think I think it's down to the community as well. It's the, the club will make those bridges, but the community have to buy into going out and watching soccer. There's nothing like watching soccer live. It's much better than watching it on the TV, much better than watching it in a bar. Just, I mean, this season, what is it, 25 bucks to come down and watch Miami FC in, yeah, the, in the NPSL for the Founders Cup? Pro, yeah. I mean, it's 25 bucks. I mean, I've spent that here tonight already. Um, it's nothing. So I think the community has to do a little bit. Just come down and check it out with an open mind. And if you're one of these people who says, I want to support all the Miami teams, then back that up and come out and, and support all Miami teams. If that's what you want to do, that's great. Just support the game. What else we got? So now I'll interview Lee. How, how exciting was it to uh, come out tonight and finally see uh, the players in person as opposed to just Twitter announcements and kind of everything getting together like it's it's starting now right? It does like, make a big difference yeah. because like as much as people can talk about it online it really feels like football's come home it's come back soccer's here soccer's and, here. Um, and that the new jersey this new kind of like electro fade that Lance Rose Boomers wearing behind me if you can see it is um, it's awesome um, yeah it's like you get that little buzz back there's nothing like watching your team play and it's been a long since August, was it August the 2nd there was a playoff so. final? Yeah. That's been a long time. That's yeah. been a long time. Yeah. Well, uh, part of the problem too is uh, after the original MPSL offseason, the USL still had a ton of play left and MLS, so it's kind of just sitting here and you kind of had to observe the other American leagues still going on where we we milked the NPSL for every game they had. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> we I, took it from regular season down to the very last game where... Imagine if we lost, uh, if Miami FC lost the playoff game or didn't make it all the way. Yeah. So now it's just like, that's why I'm more excited too, because the Founders Cup, it's like, oh, so the regular season's going to end and then we're going to, you know, yeah. it's it's very uh, NASL-y where there's going to be a little break, but then it's going to reboot, but then that reboot's going to have the top flight teams. and Exactly. I'm, I'm really excited to get Detroit and Chattanooga and Milwaukee Torrent into the mix, like, yeah, definitely. And we, you mentioned the, the UPSL. We'll shout out the UPSL a little bit because, you know, 
again, I support one club, but I went down and I watched a lot of UPSL soccer. It was free. I could turn it with my cooler, with my sandwiches and my adult beverage. And I had a great time down there. And we ended up streaming some games and it was good soccer. So much good soccer in this city. Yeah. But yeah, that Founders Cup, to have those, like, I, don't, I hope that Detroit and Chatter bring a good crowd down. I like what Milwaukee Torrent are doing. And then even today we had the announcement of Napa Valley. Yeah. That looks like a solid team. Open Roots has started off strong. Yeah. And uh, like San Diego, um, you know, I've left a couple of teams out, Arizona, Tucson, whatever. Uh, that Founders Cup is going to be unique. It's another unique thing for us to watch. What, like the fifth competition we played in. Yeah. Uh, if you count Open Cup, NASL, MPSL. Yeah, Founders Cup will be the fourth, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But, uh, it's soccer, and it's soccer all year round. Yeah. And we get a game back at the Ricardo Silva Stadium. I'm excited about Barry. Yeah. I think Barry. We were talking about that earlier. And yeah. Like, um, I mean, it's probably one of the nicer collegiate fields or just fields in general in South Florida yes. to, to play on. And, and uh, I love the Bob. There was something about the Bob. I mean, the Bob building that place at the right time and the way the sun would set behind the, the Bob and you would get those, you would get those, yeah, you did that and you get those uh, pinky, pinky purple sunsets and we would just hammer teams there. 3-0, uh, 4-0, 5-0. But Barry is like a little step above that. It's a little more, a little more proper soccery. Very nice surface, nice stand. The stand faces the other way, yeah. So the sun will set behind us, so we'll get the dramatic eastward view. Yeah, man. We'll all get nice uh, rednecks. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Back yeah. <in> the headphones. <laughs> Have to get the sunblock out, but um, yeah, it's exciting times. And it's what a month away. Uh, April twentieth. So yeah, a just a little, little, little over a month. And we have the Open Cup again. Yeah. And so it's just us. And at the moment, the Soccer Soldiers in the yeah. Open Cup, if the Soccer Soldiers get through, it's likely to be Soccer Soldiers versus Miami FC in the Open Cup first round. And that'll be a good game. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's nice to be back in the Open and, Cup as well. And this man will be able to write a hell of a preview for the Soccer Soldiers. They kind of have become uh, the team we've focused on the most on Magic City Soccer uh, post uh, NPSL season, because there's yeah. a huge amount of talent out there. Surprising amount of talent. They have now two teams in the UPSL. Yeah. But then, of course, uh, the the winners of the UPSL um, in our region was uh, Miami Sun. So they upset the uh, upset the apple cart there a yeah. little bit. I don't think I think people were expecting soccer soldiers to come out on top. And now in the UPSL, we have Red Force in there as well. Yep. We've got a couple of good-looking teams out Miami there. Miami United team. CF. Yes, the Miami United. It's Boca says Miami United, but it's a development team. But yeah. they'll still be a great team. Boca Raton FC. Uh, well, UPSL is split now into. West Palm and then Broad and Dade. Yeah. Um, but then in the playoffs, um, my, my boys, the Palm Beach Spartans, so much soccer over the next three months here. Yeah. Like you could literally go to a game Friday, Saturday, Sunday if you wanted to in yeah. this city. And we might. Should we get a player over here? I, like I don't know. I, I think Matt wants to go talk to a player. But uh, I have a present for Lloyd Sam, so this needs to happen. Do you have a present? I've got a present for him. Yeah? yeah Should yeah. I just go grab should him? We go, should we go and grab him? For I, I'll grab him. I'll grab him. Let's go and grab him. Like, I've been just left if, on my own, which is okay. dangerous. They've left me alone with the Magic City Soccer YouTube channel. <laughs> so, um, okay. Now it's, uh, now, now, it's, uh, now it's wives and girlfriends hour. So we're going to try again. Lloyd Sam over here. I think we should put him in the middle. I think we should put him in the middle. Um, you sit next to him. You sit next to him. No. Oh, we're a mess. What a handsome man. 
Why, thank you. Oh, oh you mean him? Oh, I'm, I'm... oh, definitely you. Definitely you. Boys, welcome to Miami. Welcome to Miami. Um, I have a little present for you. English gonna... accent. Yeah, exactly. That's no, no, no. Hold this. Okay. Hold the, hold the thing. This is like a Nardwar, but for soccer. I've got you a list of presents to say welcome to Miami. Okay. Because this is hard to get in this city. Oh, really? BG tips? I got him proper tea. Hey, this means so, a lot to me. This means a lot to me. A, a little taste of home. Oh, it's, a little it's taste a of little home. This is, uh, this is this is proper tea. Oh, I really appreciate that. Because uh, I know that when you get the Argentinian guys on the team, the they, have that, they have that, that I mate. I do like the Argentinian one too. Which is great. I love it, but yeah. then you can't beat a proper cup of tea. I'm gonna bring you some baked beans so. at one point in this Welcome season. to Miami. So. What about what about HB sauce? HB sauce. Well, it's, uh, no, I, brown sauce. I don't mind brown I think, sauce. I think I think an athlete an HB sauce that's for the sugar. But yeah. he can he can treat himself to a Luckily, cup of tea. Luckily, we run it off in the sun, right? <laughs> but I appreciate that, man. That's very nice. There we of you, go. So, what's it like to be in Miami? What's it like to be in Miami? I'm still figuring that out. I mean, I haven't been here too long, but. Um, Every day seems like an adventure still. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, I live downtown Brickell area. Yeah, I've seen the Instagram story. So oh, I you've seen the story? You, you live in my neighborhood. Oh, that, yeah, you've seen yeah, the view. That, that, that okay. part of town, like the view yeah. and everything, um, the weather. You know, I mean, if you're coming to Miami, I, I looked at a couple different places. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Let me try and live nice. Uh, and, and really experience the city, and um, I'm experiencing it. Well, I've, I've been here for like eight years. Like, I, oh, really? Yeah, so I've been here for a little while now. I was just so. talking to Dylan. I was saying, I don't know what it is about <laughs> when English people come over, we never want to go back. Yeah, no. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger exactly what it is. I have to have a Google calendar for my family yeah. so they can book time to come oh, over seriously? and stay in my place. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, been, happen that's been happening with me. When I, I used to live in Calgary, and it was like, oh, I know really? to go there, it's still cold and snowy. Mason Trapper's up there now. But like in Miami, it's like yeah, no, everyone, oh, everyone, there's, you know, it's a fun city to be in. So I told and to you, be here playing soccer and everything, yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I told you the, the the biggest thing I've took from coming here was the quality of our team. That is actually the biggest thing, right? I mean, I didn't expect to see such quality, like to train with every day, and like, don't take that lightly. There's guys, I'm like, wow, like. I've been in MLS team. and whatever so England. Out, and outside of you, who's the best player? <laughs> ah. um, or who impressed I wouldn't want to say. I wouldn't want to say one name. <laughs> Is it? Let's come back to that one. How about how about the boss? How about the gaffer? Like, what's it like working with Paul Dalglish? So far? Hey, there's a lot of questions coming at me right now. Don't, don't okay, listen so to these. Yeah, don't what inspires the hair? What inspired the hair? What did I do? Someone said I should do it one time, and I was like, you know what? It's not really for me. And then. Once you die at once, you just keep going. And it gets lighter and lighter and lighter and then, you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to take a few years off my age too. You know? Yeah, well, mine's getting lighter and lighter, but in a different kind of way. He's, he's got so the natural I'm going to have to start mine's copying. Not far off yeah, you. I'm going to have to mine's start copying off, you. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so you're, you're coming in as a long list of Red Bulls legends to play for this team. Oh, we yeah. had uh, Barajo, Johnny Steele, and yeah. Hunter Freeman. Okay. Did, 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 do you remember those three guys at the Red Bulls, or you play with them Johnny sometime? remember Johnny Steele. I still speak to Johnny Steele. Johnny Steele's was, the best. Was any of them kind of the referral to come to our team? Were they like, yeah, yeah spoke, man, get out here? I spoke to him more about uh, Miami than the team. Uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just like when it was already being done, I was like, oh, where should I live? What areas are good? Johnny Steele's the main guy I would talk to. Barajo, I know him pretty well uh, from Red Bulls, but further back. Hunter Freeman, was he at Red Bulls or wasn't he at Cosmos? Uh, I believe both. Was he at Red Bulls? I think, I think for a short amount of time, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I, I didn't know that. It wasn't the time I was there, so 
I don't know him, but the other two guys, great guys. But Johnny, Johnny Steele, when he came back in, because he had a long injury layoff, yeah, yeah, he came back into our team. And he scored and a that, cracker in the like, final. He scored a cracker, but like Steele by name, Steele by nature, like yeah. that guy could run through walls, I'm sure. Yeah, it's a cliche, man, but I'm sure he could. Steele is a tough guy. Great lad man, as well, great lad. This, I have a Red Bulls question for you. Right. Did Bradley Wright Phillips ever? Yeah, but I'm from New Jersey, so fuck off. Did Bradley Wright Did Bradley Wright Phillips ever try to make you listen to one of his mixtapes? Did he have a mixtape? You never heard him rap? I've heard him rap. Oh, okay, I wasn't okay. aware of a mixtape, but <laughs> I mean, it's a, a funny story about Brad. Like when we first. Uh, when we first met each other probably, like we knew of each other, we actually like emceed to each other on the field at 19 years old. I used to do a little bit of music back in the day. And like, that was our first interaction. I can't imagine. And he was playing for Manchester City that, that time and I was oh. at Charlton. It's before okay. the game. Oh, wow. We, and I'm like, wow, like that would never happen before, now before a game. I meet <laughs> someone for the first time and we rap to each other. It was like, it's a crazy thing that that happened, but that's, uh, I haven't heard his mixtape, but I have heard I, I don't think he has a mixtape, but I've seen his, uh, his, his, what is it, the basement? Yeah, uh, I've, I've, heard, yeah. I've heard all about that. Me and yeah. Brad are close, we talk a lot, and I'll probably see him soon uh, when I go back to New York. If you want to bring him down here, like, that'll be fine are with you, me. Are too. you still rapping? Are you still rapping? Yeah. Not really, not really. Not we'll, really. We'll, we'll get you later tonight or later in the season to throw maybe, some bars. Maybe, maybe, Who wants maybe. a beer? Karaoke, maybe. <laughs> I, I have a beer. Lloyd, can you have a beer or is it? Is it I have one over there. Have one I have over one there. over there. I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, that's being charged to the team. Oh, no, it's not me. That's... <laughs> My wallet ain't coming out today. Well, we'll get you later in the season to do a Skepta karaoke. To, that's not me. So, what podcast is this then? Uh, Magic City Soccer. Magic City we Soccer. Are Magic you City just Soccer. sat down with us. You're like, I'll talk to anybody. Uh, yeah, man, you guys seem like friendly guys. Nice guys. So, it's I, a I friendly city. It. That's why. That's the reason I stay there. They're very friendly people. Very friendly They're very friendly people. people. They like a drink as well. So you know, everyone here is happy, man. And everybody has yeah. tea in their backpack. So <laughs> different kinds of tea. The so the Magic City Soccer sponsored and, by Peachy. And the sun is shining all exactly. the time. So why exactly. would you be happy? And it's night time. I'm sweating my ass off. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the cooler days. Yeah, when, when, this really is hot. winter. I know, I know. Yeah. Right, you wait till it gets to summertime, yeah, man. I mean, I'm sure you play down here in Florida in the summer at some yeah, point anyway. Yeah, Orlando, wait, that was Orlando. Yeah. Wait, you think Orlando is bad? Wait till you get to August it, in Miami. Is it worse here? Yeah, yeah. You guys are scaring me. It's, yeah. like, it's like being in a hot bath, like when you're just outside just the whole outside, time. Seriously. Oh, you, no, you, you guys will start feeling humidity. in the training. You, you, you're yeah, going to get more tired. I've heard so much about it. But it's good, though, because by the, by the time you guys hit the, the Founders Cup, yeah. You guys are going to be in such crazy yeah. condition that when those when the teams from Detroit and stuff yeah, come down here in the winter. I just saw that we have to play Miami United four times this season. Founders oh, yeah, because they're in the Founders yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of times to play them. Miami. They're from Miami. Is that a big game for the fans here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. But they, we call it the Magic City Classico because it is the Magic City. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, we owe them because they knocked out the Open Cup. Yeah, so we, we owe them a, we, actually, we owe them a damn good idea. We've never beaten them. You know what? We've never they, beaten they, them. There was some sketchy what? stuff. We've never beaten them. We've never beaten them. We're in a competitive games when we've played them, we've never beaten Miami United. We, last season, we drew 1-1 yeah. one, one in both games in the league. Yeah. They knocked out the Open Cup. So they have the bragging rights. And I hate it. Wait, is last it. season the first time we played yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. Wow, we've never beaten them. We've I, never beaten Miami United, and we I need to protect you, that strength. 
Easy tip. So I, I, then, gu <laughs> I guarantee you. So, so and well, that's the I'll first game. Another box of PG that's, that's the, the PG guarantee. We'll, we'll beat them. We'll beat so them. you need to tell that. To, you need to circulate that around the dressing room. Oh, man, Boys, the fans so. have never had a chance to go if to. I'm, the, if I'm honest, the, the, the gap has got us real focused, man. We yeah. were working hard, like come in very early. That's that, that, that was my last question to get back <laughs> to football. Yeah. Working with Paul Dalglish. Yeah. Is that good? It's been, What's it's he like? It's been great so far. Yeah. I love coming into places where there's a clear system yep. and he has a clear system how he wants us to play. So that's what we've been learning. You know what I'm saying? We came in three months before the season starts, basically. Yeah. Which is rare. That never never happens. But I mean, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying every day. You just want to play football, don't you? You just want to get you out there and play, play football. football. You're you in Miami playing football. Yeah, exactly. What more do you want out of life? Like seriously, like what more do you want? So, Really happy. Okay. And now you guys have uh, Thomas Granito, oh, who used good. to play for Miami United. Yeah, so that's your inside guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's having a great preseason. Yeah, yeah. he's having a great preseason. He's out in, uh... So you've had a chance to think about it now, like in the squad. Like, who's the, any standouts for you? Any? I mean, you... the first day I came, I'm, the first day I came, Dylan had someone's in front of that's the camera. Someone Dylan had a great session. I was like, oh, yes. where have you played? I was like, yeah. have you not played MLS? Going forward, I mean, I don't want to say certain names and leave guys out, but yeah, no, I mean they're all they're all been, good guys, obviously. There's been a lot of players, man. If I can go through the whole team, like Ariel, yeah, on, on, on the wings, we got Dario's finishing up top. Mo, the new guy we brought in. I say the new guy we brought in. I'm the new guy we brought in too. Dario Suarez, when he gets his head down, and he's get like yeah, he's I mean, on the left wing. I mean, we got. You know, honestly, like seriously, like the strength and depth in the midfield. We got Granito, we got Brian James, Lance. We got a lot of players. I shouldn't have even started with names because I've forgotten <laughs> certain people's names. At the back, we're strong. Brenton, Callum, Jalen. It's a new, it's a new look back We've got line a lot for of us. competition right back. There's a good competition yeah, there. Yeah, competition is good. Though. We've got Chini and Mark. I'm naming the whole team now. We got Mark and Goal. <laughs> We, got we can pull up the roster if you want to. Yeah. We got Baggio left back. Right, it's we got, like the award acceptance speech. We, 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 yeah, we, like, we did I forget anybody? Who have I forgot? Have you met Paul Crichton yet, the new goalkeeping what, coach? He's what a guy. Yeah, because it's, we, look, we looked we at his career on Wikipedia, career. Yeah. and it was like, what clubs hasn't he played for? He's been at every like club. He's like a shopping list. So I'll tell you what, Paul Crichton, what a funny guy, man. He really? He's a funny Character? guy. I was, I was, I was excited to come here because I thought Paul was here. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he, ha he didn't play at Leighton Orient, though. That was the one club he didn't touch. I need to look at his his, uh, his career. And he had, he had a good like cup game. There's like video footage of him on YouTube. They, uh, Grim when he played for Grimsby. Yeah. Grimsby knocked West Ham out of the uh, yeah. FA Cup. And there's Paul Crichton flying Wait, how across long the goal. Was playing? Sorry? How old was Paul Crichton? Now we play about 15. I was trying to see if I've ever played against him, but 15. I don't, maybe that's tough. But it could have been a little over that. That's tough. Because like. Pay for some clubs, some clubs, the, and like then some. Scroll like you could yeah. roll it out on a it piece is of like paper a and it'll touch the ground. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have a look at Paul's career, but he's a funny guy, though. Man. You gotta call him out at practice and be like, "If I ever scored against you, just tell me right now." <laughs> I, I'm gonna look at the teams he's been at first. Look at that. See. Look at that. They'll make... probably have a few crossover players. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. It's like the uh, seven degrees of. Uh, Has he played with that many teams? Honestly, like. 
Can I get it from my phone? Yeah. I'll try and get it from I my get, phone real let's, quick. Let's pull it up. Let's let's pull it up. Oh, you do it because like, my signal's been bad. But, um, but yeah, literally, I'm not even talking about five or ten. There's like 25 teams. Loan, 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 loan. A few oh, loans. loans. <laughs> but then, and then you sort of get into, you know, like non-league teams and that. Oh, we've got it here. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to mispronounce half of these, but I think I got it. We got Nottingham Forest, Notts County, Darlington, Petersburg United, Darlington again. Swindon Town, Rottingham United, Torquay United, Perilsborough United, Doncaster Rover, Grimsby Town, West Brom Albion, Aston Villa, Burnley, Norwich, York City, Gainsborough Trinity, Stafford Rangers, Lehigh RMI, Accrington Stanley, Gillingham, Cambridge United, Kings Lynn, Brighton Hove Albion, and Sheffield United. That's a lot. That's a list. Is that in order of what he Yes, that's in order. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get the t-shirt, it's in the works. We're trying to do a t-shirt. That's a lot of teams. That's a lot of teams. Wait, let me look one more time. I'm trying to see if I played for any of the teams. There's no years on there, but like maybe. screen cap, I guess. I don't know, unless you had a little stint. I've not played at any of those clubs. Brighton or something like that, I don't know. It's funny watching these guys trying to pronounce the English names. I played for Notts County. Uh, I came pretty close, no? Uh, my favorite was Lehigh RMI, like, you know. I said Lehigh. It's, it's Lee, mate. Lee, Lee. <laughs> Where is it? Gainsborough Trinity. Gainsborough. It's Gainsborough. Gainsborough. Yeah, just just not scouting. We cross over. Now, we're not trying to get on the, Have you learned any Spanish yet? I know a little bit. A little bit. Same bit. as me, Mike. Can, can, the swear words first. Uh, and then. Can you throw us a non swearing phrase? Uh, non swearing phrase? Yeah. Te amo. Yeah. Oh, there we go. He's learned the important one. Yeah, the important one. Those are the important ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the important ones. How about you? Ah, well, no, all mine are rude. So I'll give you a good one. When you're shouting at people on the street. It's El Tiburon Comir Mi Familia. It translates to the shark ate my family. I know Tiburon. That would be useful. I've been here for ten years, and that's all I got. Audience question. How old are you? What? How old are you? Oh, I never, I, 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 never, told, I never told my age. That's <laughs> I know, we can Wikipedia this shit. Nah, don't Wikipedia it. You don't want to know. Can you see your ring? His, his name is Zassi. <laughs> can we look at his ring, please? Can we look in the ring? He's naked, what's his hand? He's naked. You guys are funny. Yeah. So the, the supporters, yeah, the supporters group of Miami, the supporters group of Miami FC is Dade Brigade, but there's also Lady Brigade. Lady it's called Brigade. what Brigade? Lady Brigade. What was the other one? Oh, Dade, Dade Brigade. Oh, Dade, 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 Dade County. Yeah. Okay, yeah, got yeah. it, got it. And this is Lady Brigade? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Get a few drinks in them and this is what happens, man. This is, this is getting... I, I like the Lady Brigade. I like the Lady Brigade. <laughs> I think the Lady Brigade probably likes you. Good energy, good energy. Uh, Lloyd, I think we should, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure chatting. Yeah, we'll run let you, now we'll before these people boys. start yelling We very much appreciate the time. Tips. Enjoy the team. Thank you, man. Um, That's very thoughtful of you. And, uh, you know, it's, you know... Remember, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what you can we don't, find. If we don't beat Miami United this season. Yeah, well... And you owe him two things of team. I'm going to give you more. Can we do a bet? If you guys lose the United, you have to give them two we'll, we'll, things we'll, back. We'll come up with something. We'll right. be there. We'll be there. Thank you very much. Thank bro. you, Lloyd. Thank, Thank you, you so for talking much. to us. All right, cool. Lady Brigade. Lady Brigade. Lady Brigade. All right, cool, cool. Lloyd well, Sam, everyone. Yeah. Wow. Now I'm a little bit even more excited. Yeah. There's that kind of like energy and fire to beat Miami United. Yeah. Especially because coming from uh, probably uh, one of the higher, I'll say the higher profile names signed. What a yeah. nice guy. He what a nice yeah, guy. Yeah. What a nice guy. Um, yeah. I, I won't even lie. I, I geeked out a little. I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Red Bulls fan, so I saw him play on TV. I don't know how you can be a fan so. of two teams. But you do you. I'm a you Metro Stars you. fan at heart, a which Metro is a team Stars that doesn't exist anymore. And, and uh, me, I like the Ford Ridden Marksman. Speaking of me nerding out, I know this isn't on camera, but the whole time we sent uh, head podcaster Matthew Bunch out to go find a player to interview, he's been talking to Paul Dagnish. The whole time? Yeah. Well, we've been yeah. holding no, it down. He was supposed to, no, no, tilt the camera on. Let's get a sneak shot of your, uh, your husband. We're on a delay, but this is what Matt decided to do. Instead of talking to Lloyd Sam, there's probably, uh, they're talking about 80s Liverpool jerseys. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's currently in this Liverpool romance. Apparently, they're doing quite well in the Premier League. I never heard I of don't them. Know. I don't know. I don't think they are top of the table at the moment, are they? I think they're second at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, you, you just what? missed Lloyd Sam, and we were making fun of your... Uh, yeah, you're supposed to bring Paul Daglish here. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. We got Lloyd okay. Sam to sit down right away. I gave Lloyd Sam. But I gave, no, he knows. He's, I gave Lloyd Sam some look, tea. He's the he's the man in charge. He nardwarded. Yeah. Do you want me to just go get him? No. He's, now we're calling you out live yes, on YouTube I know and everything. You yeah. Live on YouTube, well, yeah, okay. yeah. My Let wife kind of handles the dirty business. Yeah. Thing, so. Okay, here he is. All right. It's a delay. Yeah, it's a delay. It's a delay. It's a delay. All right, cool. All right. We got him. Yeah, you can see it. I could talk to Felipe anytime. Do you know what? What? So, what do you call a Frenchman? That's that's. He always wears flip flops. He's wearing them now as well. The comedy yeah. stylings of one Paul Dalglish, the head coach, the man in charge of Miami FC. Uh, wait, uh, wait, wait. Do you like head coach or do you for manager or boss? Or you really <laughs> Whatever you want. Just don't call you late don't for dinner. Just don't call me things that a lot of other people have called. <laughs> we'll we'll leave that aside for now, but. Uh, a lot, lot of lower level soccer stories that at some point we're going to want to probe. Uh, but I, we want to focus on Miami FC tonight because this is obviously what we're here for. The big kickoff celebration. NPSL. Some Even though you're wearing a Man City, Miami City hat. Oh, no, 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 I was no. noticed. There was noticed. This is Magic City Soccer. <laughs> all right, all right. They wish they had our, uh, our stylings. <laughs> custom logo, yeah. yeah. Yes, so. Dyslexia kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, second year with the club. A little more stability than when you came in last year. Uh, a little more predictability. Stability in lower league soccer? <laughs> in America? Look, <laughs> as, as much as you could hope for, I think, at this All point. Right, yeah, yeah. But uh, you're coming into 2019. You've got plans in place. You've got competitions in place. You've got, obviously, players out here tonight. Um, what are you most looking forward to now that this thing's about to kick off in a couple weeks? You know, it's just all the preparation. And then it's all that build-up to the first game. And, you know, there's a lot of hard work goes in. A lot of hard work from the staff, a lot of hard work from Lloyd Sam, his brothers. <laughs> big disappointment, big disappointment, you know, big disappointment, you know. They expected me to be overweight, you know what I'm saying? And actually, hey, hey. And then he was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> no, 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 hey. He came from Red Bull, I wish he'd drink some, get some energy, you know. <laughs> 
They got yeah. a, they, they, he should have like a lifetime supply or something. <laughs> well, I gave him some PG tips to welcome him to Miami. So yeah. it's not quite Red Bull. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> so, what do you think of his hair? Do you like that? I think it's great. Yeah. You, you can't miss him on the field. I mean, I, the thing is, everyone's I can't got... have an opinion on hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, I mean, you, I can't. You've relinquished your, uh, yeah. your participation. Sorry, I interrupted there. He no. interrupted, actually. Yeah, he interrupted. I just joined he in. Interrupted. Who cares? Interrupt me. It's probably funnier than what I'm going to say. Um, but so serious football now. Yeah, so let's go. Let's talk about the game. Um, so the, you said the build-up, the preparation for the season is what you're really focusing on. Yeah. Um, well, because like you do all, you do all the work, you do all your research on people. Not not only as players, but one thing I've learned in my times as coach is you can have good players, but if there's no, if you've not got a good dressing room, it doesn't matter how good you are. You've got to have good people first and foremost. And it sounds like a cliche, but it's true. And we did our research this year on, on on who we wanted to come and represent the club. And we've got great guys. And I know it sounds cliche, but we really worked hard. And what we said was rather keep the squad small and go into the season maybe needing still to add one or two pieces. As long as we had people that represented the club and wanted to buy into the ideas and the ethos, ethos of the club. And we got that, you know. So pre-season's gone well. Scored a lot of goals, some great results so far. Really, they, it's great and it gives you confidence, but until they really step over the line in that first game of the season, in a game that matters, you don't really know what you've got. So that waiting for that first game nerves and first game excitement is, is really what I'm waiting for. We, we've been talking about the fact we've never beaten Miami United. Yeah. We've never beaten we'll Miami put that right. We're going to put that one right. We'll put that right for you. Okay, good. I, I, that's, I, good that's, right. that's good to hear. I think the, the fans out nice. there, that's what they're going to want to hear for sure is uh, rectify that from last season. That was really the one thing missing from last season. I mean, yeah. claim the conference, claim the region, claim the national title. Uh, you have experience, you know, winning national titles here here at this level in America. What do you see out of this club this year that's going to be different that fans can look at and see like, oh, this is something we didn't necessarily have next last year that we have now and can put us again in that that top position. Well, the, the difference last year was really I came in and you're coming into a club that already has players and then you come in with an idea of how you want to play. You start working with the players and then you think, I think there might be a better way to put this jigsaw puzzle together. So then you you have to tweak and change and experiment. And eventually you come to a team that won 10 straight. Uh, at the end of the season, I think it was however many it was out the last however many games. We got off to a slow start because we were still trying to work out who we had, what was the best place to put people in, uh, trying to accommodate senior players as well, that we wanted to make sure our game time. And it took a while to work out. This year, we've recruited based upon our style of play. And it's been a much quicker implementation of the way we want to play. So that's what's been different. So all of a sudden, we've gone straight to pre-season. 4-0, uh, 3-2, 5-1, 6-0. You know, like the results have speak up, spoke for themselves. Sure. And it's basically because from day one, it's been, this is what my MFC is. This is what we do. And this is what I need you to do to make sure that Miami is successful. And it's there's just been a comfort level that's come with that that has made us very effective. I feel, I feel like we do have an identity now, and I think yeah. Paul, that's one thing you've done a really good job yeah. on. Is that there's kind of a Miami FC way of playing yeah. and an attitude, and like you say, you can see it here today. We've got so many players down here. 
we had an event here before, we maybe had one or two. Yeah. So I think you're right, that dressing room, that unity, yeah. for them all to come down here and show a little bit of respect and love for the fans is a great thing, yeah. and that's, that's encouraging to see. Well, that, that, that's the one thing, is as a new club, that was one of the things that I wanted to do when I came here, was go, okay, what is the Mami FC way, if you like? What does a Mami FC player look like? I made a blank canvas, really. I know, I know we, we were successful. Alessandro Nesta's borderline a hero of mine. You know, he's like one of the greatest defenders that's ever walked the planet. He's a legend, absolute legend. When I came here, I couldn't worry about what Alessandro did. You know, Alessandro uh, did an amazing job, but I had to come and be myself. Um, and what I wanted to do is I wanted to make sure that when I leave, if I do leave ever, that I've put, I've put something, I've put something in place that that people know that if you take the Miami FC job, that this is the way that the fans expect you to play. And I think that is how, if you look at teams throughout the world, the biggest teams in world football, they have a way. And if you want long-term success, you've got to have a way. And, and one of the most important, yes, we need to win here, but we also needed to establish a way that can stand Miami FC in good stead for many, many years to come. And, and, and I think that was, we're not there yet, but we're, we're slowly putting those things in place uh, at this moment in time. And, and I think you saw it in patches last year, but I think you'll really see it from the first game of the season to the last game of the season this year. So Paul, like, you're obviously you're behind the scenes a lot. Like One of the things that people who are not fans of this club say about our club, yeah is that, oh, you got a couple of years, when Beckham starts up, you're going to disappear. Yeah. From the experience you've had with, like, Ricardo and Sean, yeah. you, you're convinced this club is here to stay for a while? Yeah. Forever? Well, look, the, the, there's many cities in the world that have two, three, four, five teams in the city. You know, and, and I think that... I think it's good for soccer as a whole. It's good for young... It's good for... If there's, you know, more media attention on the game in Miami, it can only be good for everybody. You know, um... We've got, we understand that Inter Miami are coming in and they're a monster. You know, they've got David Beckham behind them. They, they're going to be a monster. They're going to sign a world superstar. I'm going to go to the games. Like, I genuinely am. Like, I, if, if they're playing and, and they sign Messi or Griezmann or some of the other lanes again, like, I'm going. I'm going to watch. I'm excited for them to come. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't exist anymore. You know, I'm still proud to be the head coach of, of, of Miami FC. And we're going to put a product on the pitch that, that that people can relate to. And, you know, and, and, and look, what would be cooler than getting them in the Open Cup? And, and we, we will, get they're regionalising so much in the yeah, early round. You know, yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, it will happen. How cool will that be, man? I think that's the dream. I think for... Uh, you uh, never know. <laughs> look, yeah. I've been involved in the FA Cup. I've been involved in, in that in England. And it's romantic, isn't it? You know, your, your team... Look, and we're not gonna, we're not a normal lower league team, yeah, you know. No. With Ricardo's ambition, with the way Sean runs the club, we're not a normal lower league team. So ask Orlando, ask Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. So we want to go into that game. We go, let's do it. Yeah. Let's have some fun, you know. And you better, but you better look. Obviously, they'll be favourites going into a game, but let's have some fun. And they're gonna have to be the best to beat us if that does happen. I think that's a that's like I said. A, when we started this back in 2016, Miami FC was relatively new and all this. And I think the dream that a lot of, a lot of Omar and Drew and, my, and Lee and myself, um, 
the dream of having two teams competing and and my and we've debated three, this and three, like, you know, you know yeah. the 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 it's obviously good for the website because we have more teams to cover but as a fan my perspective is okay we've got different clubs and different levels let's go win everything Let's go bring everything to the city. Let's bring let's the focus. To yes, let's yeah. bring the focus yeah. of the soccer world to Miami because we're doing something different because we have a different community that can support all of it. The, the way I look at it, and that we're rivals on the field, but we're partners off the field. Let's try and grow the game in Miami. It's such a new sport in America. And what we've got to realize is, yes, you might be rivals on the field, but ultimately everybody that has a passion in soccer in America because it's such a young game in this country is a partner. And we've all got to make sure that, that soccer becomes the biggest sport in America. And ultimately, that has to be the ultimate goal. Yes. And every one of us can play our part in that at our relevant level. Now, speaking of that, that part, uh, we got a question earlier tonight, and it's kind of been, uh, I've kind of been hanging the whole show on this question, because I think it's an interesting perspective, a good, good, good thing to think about, especially for a Miami FC that, that's finding its way now in NPSL and, and growing its ambitions. Uh, from Sebastian Milo on Twitter, what do you see, Paul, as the future for this club and the impact that the club is going to have on the soccer community? What do you think is your niche, your role in the soccer community here in Miami and across the country? I don't think that we, I think we've got to first and foremost concentrate on our own doorstep, you know, and that's what how we can affect the community in, in Miami. Um, we're making steps to put an academy in place. Um, Obviously, we're going to... Ricardo Silva uh, is passionate about football in Miami, and he wants to be here in a long-term plan. We have long-term plans. We've got... When, when, when we're talking about what Miami FC wants to do, in the grand scheme of things, in a 25-year plan, this one or two years, although it's been hard for us, as coaching staff, as players, as fans, in the grand scheme of things, it's only a glitch. And I've got no doubt that we're going to be back to the Miami FC that everybody knows in the not-too-distant future. Um, but what, what we've got to do is we've got to make sure that... I think football teams in Europe, the where, where Ricardo's from and who is the owner and the inspiration for everything that we do here, teams are not only teams. Sports teams are sports teams in America. But in Europe, it's a pillar of the community, and that's my heritage, and that's Ricardo's heritage, that's your heritage. You know, it's what you, being as a Liverpool fan, you see that as well. And I think that we've got to be more than a football team. We've got to say, okay, what do we... A lot, I think a lot of sports teams in America take from the community, they take from supporters, but what do they give back? And I think one of the important things for Ricardo, one of the important things for Miami FC is how do we give back? How do we give back to the people? We want to put the academy in place. We want to make sure we'll be a different price point to Inter Miami. You know, we, we want to have a more interactive uh, relationship with our players. We're here, the players are here, mixing with whoever wants to be here. Um, and I think we've got to do things slightly differently. First and foremost, we've got to be good people in the community. And then I think you grow that fan base organically as you go along. And, and that's what we're going to try and do. Uh, I think that's a good perspective, and again, I think it's it's an area, like you said, a lot of American sports in general, not talking about Major League Soccer or soccer specifically, there's always this debate about what the clubs receive from the community. I mean, we're seeing it right now with the Inter-Miami and the Mel Reese debate. We saw it with the Marlins and their stadium debate, kind of how 
because Americans are very passionate about their sports, sometimes that can be taken advantage of. And so I think my, you know, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth here, but I think what you're saying is that around the world, you, as a fan, a supporter, or not as a supporter, you see what the benefit is to having the club in the community. You see it even if you're not at all connected to the team. I think, what, what, I think what's, it's a fair point and something that I think any lower level side should focus on, making tangible difference in the community for the people who even aren't soccer fans. Well, that's it. I think in, 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 in America, what I've, in England, there's a little bit of rugby, there's a little bit of cricket in the summer, but it's football. You know, and if your football team's not doing well, you go into work on, on that week and you're not in a good mood. Whereas in America, what I've found is if your football team's not doing well, there's always baseball, or there's always basketball, or there's always soccer, or there's ice hockey. And, and, and what we want, and, and that's okay. But what it becomes is it becomes a franchise. It doesn't become a pillar of the community. It doesn't become a, a club, a, a community asset. And I think what we want to be here, and look, we can get better, we can always get better. But what we really want to be here is we want to be a community asset, we want to be a club, and we want to give back as much as, as anything. And I think if you look, Ricardo's come in straight away, he, he put money into FIU by the naming rights to the stadium. You know, uh, Ricardo, there's art galleries that he's come into Miami and he's tried to contribute to the city of Miami. And that's what we've got to do as well as a sports team. We've got to take the way Miami, uh, Ricardo is as a person and we've got to make sure that we have those same beliefs in our football club and that's what we're going to try and do. I think that's a really interesting perspective. Paul, we'll let you go. You've already been way too generous with your time. I like talking. <laughs> well, I, I was, one last thing, like, are you settled in Miami? How are the family finding you know it and everything? I'll be honest, uh, the driving's hard to get used to. Yes. <laughs> like, I, it's, I, it's like everyone drives like it's their last day on earth, well, don't they? People drive like, I'm not trying to get home to my family and kids as well. <laughs> There's nothing worse than being, I think it's 8.26, and you've got to turn to get on 95. Oh, Golden Glaze Interchange. That's the worst. And I've, very polite, very British, I've waited in the line on the left-hand side, right? And somebody just drives to the front, no respect that I have waited for 10 minutes in that line, and pulls in. And I'm like, I'm trying to get home to my family. Stop that, don't do that. So do you know what I've started doing? And I don't know if this is right or wrong, I don't let people in. That's what happens. It's, it's honestly oh, what I, you have I, to do. I want to let people in. But this city hardens you, you, you man. British just wants you to do that. <laughs> There's so many great things about Miami, but you drive in the city long enough, it will make you an evil person. Do you know what happens? Do you know what happens? You go to the beach on your day off. Yeah. And you can, the waves are coming in. The first week the of sun, March. Right. <laughs> it's not too hot now. Yeah. And you're like, I like Miami. Yes. But then you get back on the road and you're like, I I have taken to I I I I think of myself. People just please drive nicely. I think of myself as a nice guy. I try to live my life as a nice guy. I have taken to when there's an emergency lane on my right, I will move my car halfway into that lane so people can't pass me in that emergency lane. Because f them. Do you know what I saw? Here's the thing. Here's what I saw the other day, and this is true, right? Hi, Dylan. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's it's tomorrow. We're talking season. about driving. It, there's a little bit of a delay, yeah, so you're gonna, you're gonna hey, pop up in like 30 seconds. Hey, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about drivers in Miami. Oh my! 
my brother today, uh, he just got in a couple days ago, and he's been coming with me to drive to pick up my son from school. And he had to drive because my son wanted me to sit in the back with him. And I'm not kidding, I, I thought we were going to get in a few wrecks. And as we were driving, he was saying, he's like, oh my gosh, like these people are, are crazy. Like they're literally swerving in and out and pulling up and going 100 miles an hour and then stopping on the freeway like it's nothing. Cutting in front of you. And now you wonder why there's, you know, five wrecks on each highway everywhere you go when you try to hunt. It's really like the reverse of mutually assured destruction. Like, everyone is like, we're all going to get in accidents, so I might as well get in mine right now. Like, you know, like, let's do it. I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's, I think this is an idea for the website this season. You know what, though, right? Do you know what the worst thing I saw was? Well, oh, God, please. So, I'm on 95, and I drive from 95 to get to St. Thomas University to train. You've got the, uh... The express, uh, the express lane. Yeah. There was traffic on 95. Yes. I didn't know you could drive over the barriers. Right? <laughs> I am there. Okay. I am there. Someone drove through the barriers. Right? The barrier popped back up. Yep. They kept on. Here's my question. Right? One, I was like, how did you do that? What happened? <laughs> Wait. My second is. Does it not register when you go through that you never entered there? Do they have to jump back out before they get through the next I, census? I'm not gonna lie. First off, I'm not a lawyer, but I think the law here is that you, if you go under on the exit, they scan your license plate and you get a ticket. I think that's how it works. So but they must pull out before they go through the next check light. I would guess so. I would guess so. One time I was driving up to Fort Lauderdale and there was a wreck and there was no one in the express lane. Absolutely no one. And I was looking, and it was about a mile up the road. I could see it was a hill. And I was thinking to myself, I saw a guy behind me about, you know, 500 yards behind me, literally just, boom, right over the cones, and go. And I was thinking to myself, oh, I have some pass. I'm doing this. <laughs> boom, go. And I never got a ticket for it. I got uh, $16 for going through the sun passes without, without the pass. But I never got a ticket, ever. Okay, so again, this is. No, won't it, won't it. Dylan Dylan been that. Yes. That, Dil that's what? Not yes. Okay. Okay. That's 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 Milandares, everyone. Milandares on the mic. Uh, but yeah. So. Anyway, you, you guys had it bad. I'm a cyclist in Miami, and that is like the last yeah. place. Lee's got a death I, wish. I had, I, had, uh, I had a motorbike when I was in Texas. Okay. I, my wife. There's absolutely no way yeah. I would have a motorbike. No, that can't come on the road. Uh, this is an idea. No, I'm a cyclist. I'm a cyclist. I cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Not on me, but I'll be sure to bring. I'll be sure to bring. Remind me, Drew, that I, uh, Dylan wants one. We'll hook him up with one. Uh, just in case you're curious, we do have Magic City Soccer hats for sale on our website. I don't need. No, you got to let that glory shine, man. You just got to let that. Yes, the vi the you got you to get the vitamin D. Um, so this season, obviously, the first thing we need to do this season is Miami traffic horror stories. Um, hey, we got a comment. Okay, we're going to take this comment, and then we're going to let she go, and then we're going to wrap things up. Uh, Coach, what do you think of Wolves in the Premiership? Any similarity in Miami uh, FC? Wolverhampton Wanderers. How do you think they're doing this year? <laughs> what do you think of their performance so far? Do you know what? They've got some, they've got some good players. I like the guy, the, the the guys in midfield. I think the guy, uh, the two Portuguese guys in midfield. Uh, Raul Jimenez. Yeah. And then the other one, the little guy that came from Porto. What's his name? Yeah, uh, Katim, uh, 
I bought him in Championship Manager back in the day. What was his name? <laughs> Football Manager, it's called. Do you, now. Do you still play now? No, I've not got time. But I did, let me, that ruins your life. Oh, like, it's amazing, but it ruins your life. Football Manager, these guys. In, in, in fairness, you're an actual football manager, so you don't need to. <laughs> and do you know what? Do you know, I'll go, I like the two midfield players. FIFA, Wolves play. Play well in FIFA. They've massively out, uh, over exceeded expectations. And sure. for me, it's not what you achieve, it's what you should achieve based on the budget that you spend. Right. And I think they've outperformed the budget. <laughs> so you've got to be you've got to be happy if you're a road fan with what they've done. Oh FIFA story. So my son, I've not played FIFA since probably twenty years. Okay. Right? So I've now got my eight year old son is now obsessed with FIFA. Dad, we play FIFA? Dad we play FIFA. <laughs> son I've I basically play FIFA in real life for a living. Yeah. I said, I can have a day off. Yeah. No, Dad, we're playing FIFA. All right. So, anyway. So, play. We started joining the squad battles, right, where you play against other people online. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Go 1-0 down. The game disconnects. Right? It's a thing in FIFA where people, if you, if you go, if you, if the internet disconnects when the, you're ahead, the result stands. Yes. People just get one nil ahead and disconnect. It, it's I was as mad as I am when I'm driving <laughs> in Miami. Because I paid for the league. Oh, with wow. points and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's and he's fun. like, Dad, I said, Sorokin, I'm sorry, son. I'm not very good. I mean, just, I've wasted so many points. But I've learned now. And yes. I won't ever enter the league again. Do you do that? Do you disconnect? I uh, no, no. I've I've oh, never. No, I, Mr. no, look. Oh, no, yeah. I don't. <laughs> Yo, no. I am the most annoying stickler when it comes to rules and like playing games. That I could be down five nothing, and I'm like, well, okay, I'm gonna be down five nothing. This this is it. I wish I could tell you that I was a prick and disconnected and like, yeah, but no. I, I have I have never done that not once. Because when it happens, I have the same reaction as you. I'm like, go fuck yourself, buddy. I, we were playing this game. We're supposed to be on the level. No, I don't swear on this podcast. But no, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. So no, it's really annoying. Sign yourself on Championship Manager. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. I can't remember where I was playing, but I did. Yeah, I did. Because I'd started in the lower league. I bought my dad. I was all right. I have to add my. I have to add myself in. That's good. The editor. Twenty beheading. Twenty you know, so accurate. You know what I mean? But my little son is so disappointed that his granddad's not in FIFA. Oh, he's not one of the. Oh, that, they've got to rectify that. Devastated. He, well, now that he's a nice. Because he said, he said. They'll put him in, he, right? So he actually, this is a true story. My son called my granddad and said, Hey, I don't care that you're a son, you're not in FIFA. <laughs> and that was like, it's so much more important to my son to, him to be in FIFA. FIFA than it is for him to be a son. Well, I mean. Isn't uh, Peter Moore used to work at, at yeah, sports, but Liverpool have a deal with? Oh, that's right. You're right. Oh man, yeah. Okay, so, so never getting in it. yeah, that's true. That's unfortunate. Okay, well, now that we would make my son happier. Oh, of course. No, yeah, granddad's in in FIFA. That'd be a pretty great brag. Um, yeah. So one, okay, I item actions. One more traffic horror stories. We need to hear from you over the course of the year. Two, get Kenny Dalglish in FIFA. Three, don't quit on your games of FIFA when you're playing somebody, in particular when a man's playing with his son. Come to a Miami FC game. And four, come to Miami FC game. Always selling. 
Season tickets. Despite the coach, it's a fun <laughs> Look, if the sun's at the right angle, if it comes off his head, you can get a tan. Yeah, that's a, that's. So season tickets, twenty-five bucks, right? I mean, you were talking about the price point compared to Inter and MLS. You can't beat it. It'll be out at Barry University, and once we get to the Founders Cup, there'll be a game at Ricardo Silva. Yeah. yeah, we do. A little bit too loud for my yeah. liking, but, you know, to each his own. Um, goes up to 11. <laughs> Paul, we're going to let you go. We, we're going to be bothering you again hey, throughout no, the no, year. Really? We need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Before he leaves, I, I want Hold a good dad joke. Just, oh, well, uh, we missed the one at the beginning, so here's uh, the uh, bottom. Uh, Pressure's on. What? Uh, um, what, was my what do you call an alligator in a vest? An alligator in a vest. An investigator. Thank you so much. We'll see you next month. Was that not the perfect outro? Yeah, we got to end it right there. Uh, Thank you for turning up 40 minutes. <laughs> 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 what? Thank you for turning up 40 minutes. Hey, look, you came in last. I disappeared in the middle. Drew disappears at the end. We, we got we to gotta mingle. We got to do our thing. Sam like yes. Mad, yeah. yeah, so we, we did our thing. I, I think. Kind of silver. <laughs> There's a plane flying over there. Yes. He didn't want to talk, but he ended up talking Miami traffic. Yes, Dylan had great Miami traffic, traffic stories. stories. Said, I'm yes, time time to roll. Okay, because so. traffic is now why we have the FXE thing. Yes. <laughs> okay, that we got to get out of. Uh, dad joke. He's Drew Hausman. He's Lee Fence. Hey. I've been Matthew Bunch. We'll be back around, obviously, in the next couple of weeks. More podcasts, more content as we lead up to the MPSL season. So until next time, go Miami FC and go Miami soccer.